is WordPress worth learning in 2018? For some reason, I've seen a number of videos suddenly popping up around this issue here lately. So I'm going to tell you what I think in this episode. There's a lot of developers who have a lot of opinions about what you need to do this coding thing for a living and be good at it. But I often find that their opinions tend to be better for them than they are for you. And that's part of the reason why I created this podcast. To cut through the crap and give it to you straight. And you won't always like me. You won't always agree with me. But I will tell you the truth. I'm John Morris and welcome to The John Morris Show. Now let's quit the yakking and get to it. Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. So as I mentioned, I've been seeing a lot of videos popping up here lately around the topic of, is WordPress worth learning in 2018? Now, I think this has to do with the fact that we're getting towards the end of the year and you start to see these sorts of things popping up all over the place revolving around many different topics. Is it worth doing this in 2018? Should you do XYZ in 2018? The XYZ trends of 2018, etc., etc. You're going to see a lot of that stuff here lately. So I wanted to kind of nip this one in the bud because a lot of the videos that I've seen, I think there's some stuff they're missing. And I'm not... I'm going to go through one today in particular that seems to kind of seems to kind of typify what the the arguments are and I don't think that they're very good arguments so I want to go through this and more importantly than that the thing that I noticed is if you look at the comments a lot of there's a lot of high-fiving and 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 uh, backslapping going on in the comments but you will see people who are really kind of frustrated by what uh, the person in the video had to say because they actually wanted to get into WordPress and they were kind of going back and forth and this really got them discouraged. And so there's actually people being influenced by this and that's fine if I felt like it was based off of truth and actual good arguments, but I don't. And so I want to I want to kind of give the other side of the story here. So that's what we're going to get into. I'm going to be walking through a video, pulling out some of the pieces, kind of the main arguments that I think are, are being made and then go through what I... Uh, my problems with them and about what I think the truth the the truth is. Of course, before I do that, I want to let you know I actually just released a new course, and th- so the the what happened with this one is essentially I have uh, a series of videos I did. It's been almost now a decade ago, probably when I actually wrote these, but it was on uh, how to submit a an HTML form to a MySQL database using PHP. That was kind of the title of it. And those videos, one in particular, are the most watched videos on my channel. The problem with those is, like I said, they're almost a decade old. So they're based on really kind of older technology. And so I've had some people ask me about those videos and the source code here as of late. And so I wanted what I wanted to do is go through and update them for HTML5, for... Uh, PHP 7, and just kind of all of the new things that have come out uh, since then. So I created a new course uh, where I have done that. I just released it 
over on my site. You can go to johnmorrisonline.com slash HTML form, and that will take you to the page in the store where you can get access uh, to that course. So if you're someone that's asked me about that or that's something you're interested in, then head on over and check that out. Again, it's johnmorrisonline.com slash HTML form. All right, so with that out of the way, let's get into this. So this was a video that was released by a channel called Coding Tutorials 360. I don't actually know the name of the the, the guy that's behind the channel, um, but that, again, that's the name of the channel. I will link to that in the show notes page for this episode. It's going to be johnmorrisshow.com slash 233, so you'll be able to find uh, all the sources and the links to everything on the show notes page. Uh, there. And I want to start off this by saying I'm not trying to rag on this guy. I'm not trying to create drama with this guy. I'm not trying to be mean or aggressive with this guy. I'm trying to address the arguments. But it's hard for me to address the arguments without talking about him a little bit and the argument that he's making. So I just want to make that clear up front. I'm not trying to go after this guy, but I do want to address the things that he said and the problems that uh, I have with them. So the basic gist of his video was he was kind of, it's a similar title to this one is basically his WordPress worth learning. And the basic uh, kind of gist of it was he went on this site called Payscale and he went and showed different salaries for different sorts of languages and compared them to WordPress. So he did a comparison of WordPress to JavaScript and to Java and Ruby and PHP and showed, or was trying to show, that in any of these other languages, when you compare them to WordPress, you're ultimately going to make more money with these other languages. So that was the basic gist of the video, and and I think for a lot of people that was a compelling argument. But I want to go through some of the things specifically that were said, and why I think that is ultimately misleading, that the overall idea that he is trying to convey, I think is misleading. So let's just go, I kind of got three big things that I wrote down here. So kind of early on in the video, one of the things that he says that I think is one of the linchpins for his argument is he's talking about comparing WordPress to JavaScript. And he's attempting to address what he probably recognized would be a pretty common objection. So he says, you might say, well, you can't really compare WordPress to JavaScript. Oh, yes, you can. Because as someone who's looking to become a developer, that is what you're taking on. You're saying that I'm going to learn WordPress over JavaScript, over Python. Now, that's quoted directly from his video. So he's saying that you can actually do a direct comparison between WordPress and JavaScript because as a developer, when you sit down to learn and say, I'm going to learn WordPress, you're choosing to wor- learn WordPress over JavaScript or over over, there, over Python. And my response to that would be, would be to say, I, I don't think you actually can say that because you are comparing a language, JavaScript in this example, to an application. So the comparison doesn't even really make sense to me especially when you consider that part of WordPress is JavaScript. A lot of it, in fact, and more and more, it seems like, uh, every day. So, again, to compare language to an application just doesn't really make sense to me. That seems like 
an apples to oranges comparison. And when you, you can't really say that when you sit down to learn WordPress, you are completely excluding your ability to, to learn JavaScript. A part of learning WordPress is learning JavaScript. Now, not everything, obviously, but it, it very much is involved with it. So here's how to know that this isn't a valid comparison. And I think using JavaScript here may have been intentional. I'm not 100% sure. But with JavaScript, I think when you're trying to compare that to WordPress, I think it's easier mentally for you to kind of fudge a little bit and, and, and say, you know, well, yeah, sure, you're not necessarily getting deep into JavaScript with WordPress. So you can kind of fudge and say, maybe it is a little bit kind of mutually exclusive. But if you take that same idea and you now apply that to, say, PHP, you know, would you say that learning PHP and learning WordPress are mutually exclusive? That you don't ne that you're not going to have to learn a ton of PHP when learning WordPress. Of course you are. Plugins and themes are primarily PHP, so you can't do much with WordPress without knowing PHP. So, and by the way, that's what makes it kind of weird later on when he's comparing WordPress to PHP. I mean, how many of those PHP developers are WordPress developers? And you are learning a ton of PHP when you're learning WordPress. So that comparison doesn't really hold up. Now, you might be able to make that comparison when, say, learning Java versus WordPress or C Sharp versus WordPress or Ruby versus WordPress. You might be able to make those comparison there. But specifically, JavaScript and PHP don't really make a ton of sense to me and comparing languages to an application don't really make sense to me. I don't think it's a valid apples to apples comparison. Now, I think that's even more clear when you notice in the video he kind of gets hung up on the fact that when you look at WordPress on PayScale, some of the job titles listed there. He spent some time looking at the job titles and uh, a couple of the job titles there are managing editor and webmaster. And one of the things that he, he says, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he says, basically, when you see non-developer job titles listed on a, a, a page or under a particular language or application for uh, over on Payscale, that that's a bad sign, that that should be the first sign that this maybe isn't the best thing for you as a developer to get into. But for me, that's a sign that... <laughs> It's a it's a it's a invalid comparison because you know if you just think about it why would managing editor pretty much never show up as a job title under javascript as a language why would that be because it's a language because uh wordpress is an application you actually have a managing editor position when it comes to wordpress how would that apply to javascript i mean maybe there's something but it certainly isn't going to be any sort of significant sort of role. So it makes sense to me that managing editor would show up under WordPress and not under JavaScript because one is an application where you would actually have a managing editor role and one is a language where it doesn't really make sense. So those job titles basically don't exist for the languages and they do for WordPress. So Again, to me, that's more of a sign that it's an invalid comparison. So that's the first thing 
um, that I have a problem with. And I, again, I don't think, I don't think you can read too much into the data that you're seeing there when you when you're comparing applications to WordPress to, or application to a language. And I don't think it's a hundred percent mutually exclusive that you're choosing WordPress over learning all this other stuff, especially when you're talking about PHP and JavaScript in particular. So I think there's some problems with, with that argument. The next one, and I'm paraphrasing here, and this is a little quicker, but one of the things that he he said, one of the points that he made was that a lot of the people that you're going to be building websites for are small businesses. And when you build a WordPress website for them, essentially what you're doing is you're taking this this application, you're building it for them, and then you're handing it to them. And from there, they can sort of manage it, right? Because WordPress is designed for them to be able to to work with it and 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 so forth. And he says, basically kind of, again, I'm paraphrasing here, and you can watch the video for all this, but he says, basically, you're not, you're doing yourself as a developer a disservice by handing them this site that they can just use. You're, you're cutting yourself off from further work. And because they're small businesses, they're not really going to want to pay you to manage WordPress for them. So you're, you're like cutting yourself out of work. And the problem that I have with this is I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into the whole kind of making the argument of ethics or anything like that. The The problem I have with this is that ultimately I believe, and this is just me, my own philosophy that, but, and so you can take it for what it's worth, but ultimately that long-term what's going to serve you best as a developer, as a creator of any sort is giving people the best product, right? So I, I don't believe in any sort of strategy to try and get yourself more work by giving somebody something that's not as good of an end product. So, and I, I, I'm sure there will be people that will disagree with me, and you probably could get some short-term gains doing that. But I think long-term, that's ultimately going to backfire on you uh, by you know either you earning a certain kind of reputation or just the market moving completely in a direction that's away from what you're doing because it's going in the direction and markets always tend to go in the direction of the better product, the better end result for the user. So I think you're much better off aligning yourself with end results. That may lead to some short-term loss, but I think long-term it's going to to, to lead to gain. So uh, I have a problem with that particular part of it. Uh, and I would think, I would say that you would be hard-pressed as an individual, and people get so mad at me when I say this, but you would be hard pressed as an individual to write a better end product by yourself from scratch than what you could deliver with WordPress. Now, again, I know some of you are going to rage in the comments because I said that, but you simply as an individual do not have access to the anywhere near the same amount of data that WordPress has. It's installed on millions and millions of sites. It has thousands and thousands of developers that are help contributing to it, looking through the code, all those sorts of things. To think that you as an individual can sit down and write something better than that be, without access to all of that sort of data, I think is is just arrogant. Um, and so 
uh, I think ultimately we should focus on delivering the best end products. And I think in a lot of cases, you're going to be able to do that with WordPress. Now, you can make the argument for other things like Joomla and Drupal and some of these other ones. You could go there if you want to go there. But uh, again, as an individual writing your own thing, and, and we could have that debate at, at some other time. But in this particular case of, you know, picking between learning, writing something yourself and delivering the ultimate end product. I think you should just focus on delivering whatever the best end product is. And I think in a lot of cases, WordPress would, would be that. All right. The final one then is, it's actually this whole comparison of web shops. Because if you look at what the comparison that he's making, it is comparing uh, salaries between you getting hired at a company that does something related to JavaScript versus a company that does something uh, related to WordPress. And I would say that if you were to ask me before I ever watched that video, just my intuition, my hunch, would people who work at web shops building WordPress stuff make more or less money than say someone working at a web shop that does Java stuff or Ruby stuff. Like is the money in WordPress getting a kind of a tech job, a job at a, a company? I would say, no, I would, I would pretty much be in agreement that that's not where the money is. The money is in building your own theme. It's in your own premium plugin. It's in you building your own web shop. It's in doing freelance work. That, to me, is where the market is and where the money is in WordPress. So I think it's a little bit of a misleading uh, comparison to compare a, a, a language like JavaScript, where I would say the money is more in the actual salaried job versus uh, WordPress, where that market is more the money's in the freelance, the running your own business, that sort of thing. And just to give you some examples of this, and I picked out ones specifically that I know have very heavy commercial sides to them. So, for example, one of the ones that I picked out is Yoast SEO. If you've ever used Yoast SEO, this is a WordPress plugin. Um, it has a very, it has a lot of paid upgrades. There's a, there's a very heavy commercial side to it. They have a premium version. They have an SEO video that you can... Uh, buy. They have courses that you can buy. They have a number of other add-ons. It's got a really substantial commercial part of it. And from everything that I can tell, I don't, I don't have any revenues numbers. They do pretty well. Well, that plugin has 5 million plus active installs. That's not total downloads. That's it's active installs running right now. So that is where the money is is at in having a plugin that has 5 million plus active installs and you have a really solid back-end commercial setup where you're you're getting a lot of paid customers as a result of that. Another one is WooCommerce. If you've used WooCommerce, you know, very heavy commercial back-end to it, 3 plus million active installs. Another one, WordFence Security with a, a pretty substantial um premium upgrades and backend products and so forth, 2 million plus active installs. So again, and, and that's not even to get into themes. So there's really substantial, highly used plugins that are out there that have solid commercial backend. So 
again, if you want to say where the money is in WordPress, it's in building your own plugins. It's in building your own themes. It's in building your own web shop, not getting hired at a, a web shop or a, a plugin company. I, I would agree with that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't learn WordPress. So all of that to say, my advice to you when it comes to WordPress, I'm not going to give you the WordPress kind of Homer speech here. My advice to you is simply this. Don't run away from WordPress just because somebody doesn't, somebody that, somebody did a video and it, it, it to me, it seems pretty obvious at one point, like he says, PHP is, uh, he says, dirty, dirty PHP is the, <laughs> the phrase that he use, uses. And I think it's fairly obvious that he, he just doesn't like WordPress, maybe more from a, a technical perspective, maybe more of, and I, again, I don't, I want to be careful here because I want to, don't want to get too aggressive going after him, but I think maybe that sort of purist mindset that it's more focused on the technical side of things and you could get into that argument and so forth, but that's not the argument that he made. So you got to be careful of listening to someone who just clearly has it out, I, I would say, for the, the language that, that WordPress runs on and, and WordPress itself, and really examine the arguments that are being made. And I, I would recommend don't run away from WordPress just because of, of that. You just got to make sure that you go into it with the right mindset. If your goal is to get hired at a web shop or a tech company, then yeah, WordPress is probably not the best kind of uh, market or industry that you could go into. Although, if you got into the right one, it, it, it potentially could be. If you went and, you know, if you got hired at one of these Yoast SEO or WooCommerce or one of these other ones, then then there might be some substantial opportunity there. But I would say in general, that's not where the money is in WordPress. But that said, if you're new to, to coding and web development and you're still learning a lot of these things, WordPress could be a great starting point because you can learn HTML and CSS and JavaScript and PHP and MySQL. You can learn all of these things that you can then, after you've learned those and, and, and you've been doing it working for maybe a WordPress web shop or a WordPress company, you could learn all of those languages just, just fine and then you could transition into maybe something in JavaScript or in PHP or MySQL or whatever that maybe does have in terms of the 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 job market for salaried position does have a little bit higher end. So uh, that would be my advice in in uh, in terms of if you're looking to get hired at a tech company and you're wondering whether WordPress is the route to go, use it as a stepping stone to to get to where you want. Now. On the flip side of that, if you're more entrepreneurial and you're more kind of want to have your own thing, you want to freelance, you want to start your own business, if that you're more like that, then I would say WordPress is great. Maybe one of the best places that you can go because it is a lucrative and generally supportive ecosystem. There's a very good community and marketplace that's developed around WordPress. And you have a community of users that's not afraid uh not afraid of and not afraid to pay for good products and good services. They're not they're they're not uh sensitive to having to pay for stuff. They've they've kind of in a way you could say been conditioned to that you're going to pay for quality in the community. So 
you have people who aren't afraid to pay for for products and services. You have a ton of tools and resources and all sorts of things out there to help you learn it. It's got a large user base that's still growing. I think it was the last I looked was 20, 29 million sites, something like that, somewhere in that area. And it and all of the indicators were that it was actually going to continue to grow. So it's got a large user base. It's still continuing to grow. And like I said earlier, which you may, again, disagree with me, but I believe you're going to be delivering an end product that usually is going to be better than anything that you could learn, you could write all by yourself with one of these other languages. So, and and again, I think long-term, that's the best play. So that's my thoughts on this whole, is WordPress learn, worth learning in 2018? I think very much if you take the right approach and have the right mindset, then it absolutely is worth learning. And it's still a very large, very lucrative market. And it's not mutually exclusive to a lot, learning a lot of these other languages. So take that for what you will. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for watching and listening, wherever you happen to be watching or listening at. If you like the show, be sure to like it. Uh, you can get all the past episodes, all the subscribe links for iTunes, Android, YouTube, all that sort of thing over at johnmorrisshow.com. Also, if you'd like a uh, copy, free copy of Module 1 of my PHP 101 course, I will give that to you if you will leave me an honest review over on iTunes. So just go to johnmorrisshow.com and click on the Start Here link for all the instructions on how to do that. I would really, really uh, appreciate that. All right, like I said, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time.